we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-687-5192. That's 800-687-5192. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-687-5192. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversations. Pels fans, I want to hear from you. I do. I think of last night. 108-102, Pelicans unable to get the win. Pels did eventually come back and tie the game up at 73. There was some excitement. There was some energy. I apologize in advance, folks. Alvarado, center of the lane, finger roll, didn't get the roll. And he ripped it away from Wagner, handed off to oh, Jackson, yes, sir. and the flush. Grand theft Alvarado. Took it right away. Ooh, JD, I like that. Grand theft Alvarado. Um, That call, though, by Todd's indicative of last night, huh? Uh, a miss. Uh, oh, and then you got the excitement from a play being made. But, you know, I felt like watching a Denver game last Sunday, you know, Aaron LeBron James Gordon. At least that's how they officiated and he played. I mean, a guy literally. How many times do you think of the of the Nuggets and you think of Aaron Gordon? Anyway, that guy had a career night. And then Terrence Ross decided to be Steph Curry last Ross, left-hand dribble, teardrop, dotted Good line, gracious. nothing but net. <laughs> Good this gracious. game is nearly over. Let me tell you, he was wearing C.J. McCollum as a jersey <laughs> on that one, looking for the foul the whole while, <sighs> and still mm-hmm. with the bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, J.D., I mean, yeah, you heard it. I mean, <laughs> this guy, oh, my goodness. It's disappointing. There's no other way to look at it. It's disappointing because you had a you had a team that's literally last place at the Eastern Conference. They had 16 wins on the year to 50 losses. You were outscored in the first quarter, 30 to 17. Denver had the reigning MVP. You had Brandon Ingram. Didn't make your free throws. You can call it the officials. All that stuff that stinks. Memphis is just a better team than you. 
and you didn't have Brandon Ingram, which hurts. You were hoping to have him back yesterday, and then before the game, the bomb drops. He's going to be out 7 to 10 days, at least. That's when he'll be reevaluated within the next 7 to 10 days. That means his homestand. Adios, muchacho. You're not going to see him more than likely. That stinks. You were counting on it. It was Orlando, the last place team in the East. Charlotte tonight, Houston, the last place team in the West, and Phoenix. I, I was I was hoping three and one. And I understood and I understand last night was a back to back. I get it. It stinks. I I, I hear you. You gotta get these wins next Friday at San Antonio, the Spurs. That's the next five. For the Lakers, though, if you want to find a silver lining. They lost yesterday to the Rockets, the worst team in the Western Conference. 17 and 49 now. They also had 16 wins going into the game. LeBron James, 120-120. Time ticking down, drives the lane, or drives to the left, kind of left angle, right by the left block, goes up in the air. A rocket gets in the middle there. He decides to not go to the rim. Probably would have got a foul call. Didn't lay it up. Didn't try to dunk it. He passed out of it to Carmelo. Right wing. Uh, was it a three? I don't know. It was a right wing shot. And he missed it. They go to overtime. They get outscored and they lose. So if there's a silver lining, the Lakers didn't extend their game and a half lead. Or two and a half game lead. So that's good. The Blazers got smoked by the Jazz. So they couldn't catch you. 123 to 85, the final in Utah. So again, if you're looking at Silver Line, the Kings, they were a little further back. They lost 106 100. So last night, your loss didn't, didn't hurt you. You're missing opportunities, but again, it doesn't hurt you nearly as badly as it could have. Of course, it hurts you because you can't gain ground on the Lakers. You've now lost three straight, and you're not going to have Brandon Ingram for the rest of his homestand. You're hoping, at best, you have him next Friday at San Antonio in a game that you absolutely have got to win. you got to win the next two games you have against San Antonio. One there, then the next one's here on March 26th to start the gauntlet. You gotta have those. You have to win those games against the Spurs. Head coach Willie Green, last night afterwards, on why this team started out the first quarter the way they did. Again, trailing 30-17 at the end of one. Uh, not sure. We just, you know, didn't have our normal pop. Didn't, didn't play with our normal force on both ends of the floor and we got off slow. And then we had to fight and grind our way back into it. Uh, second half was much better, but too little, too late. Indeed. The obvious question, what are you going to do now with Brandon Ingram out? Again, reevaluated seven to ten days. That was yesterday, so a day's gone. Seven to nine days. That puts him next week, next Friday, at San Antonio, essentially, because seven is next Wednesday. So anytime between next Wednesday and the Spurs game, and that Phoenix game, I believe, was what, Tuesday? You got a game tomorrow, Sunday, and then Tuesday to finish out this homestand before going 
and uh, having that game against San Antonio. Here's Willie. You know, we'll we'll have to look at that, and um, it's a it's another scenario where we have to make some adjustments, and we'll talk about it over the next day and a half, and then hopefully by Charlotte we we have something figured out. But you know, it's an opportunity for all of our guys to step up um, and take advantage of Brandon not playing. Um, it's hard to make up what he does, but there are things that our guys can do, and and, and now we got to make some adjustments and try to do it. Yeah. No doubt. Um, Jonas Valanciunas eventually got going there as well. Saw some people saying he really hadn't had a good stretch the last couple of games. 30 points, 15 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 34 minutes. That's as solid as you could do. Again, maybe it started a little bit too late, but he and C.J. McCollum did all they could. C.J. 32 points in 38 minutes. <sighs> I mean, Tony Snell, zero points in 31 minutes. If, if you're starting, I need something. You got one rebound. If you're not going to give me any re- – I mean, no points. I need rebounds. You got two steals. I, I, But I need something, right? So that's maybe what Willie Green is sort of saying. Do, do you start Devontae Graham? He has seven points in 29 minutes. Do you start Najee Marshall? He had no points in 11 minutes. Billy Hernan Gomez, no points in just four minutes. That, where's the offense coming from? That That's the question, right? Here's Jonas. You know, always to see the guy, main guy, going down, it's 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 bad. You know, it's it's we need everybody healthy and everybody, you know, perform at their best. But uh, now, you know, we can't change much. You know, we gotta we got to be able to step up and then, you know, and, and perform as we did before he went down. So... It's not an excuse that Brandon is not playing. So we, we, we need to step up and perform. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonas also saying, look, they, the, the early lead that they got, his explanation. We did a poor job to start the game. You know, they knocked open threes. We were, we were doing, you know, poor job on defense. You know, we couldn't score too, you know. Look like shots not falling in, you know, but it's on us. Indeed. CJ McCollum also asked, so what can change with the possibility of not having Brandon Ingram for a bit? I mean, obviously we're missing a very talented player who does a lot for us offensively and defensively. Uh, not just with the ball, but creating, creating, you know, shots for other people. So it's a little bit more attention, more double teams, but uh, I think we just came out flat. Obviously, we, we miss B.I. We need him out there. And when he comes back, he'll help our team. But we didn't play with enough energy to start the game. You could tell we was on the back-to-back, and that's the difference in the game, trying to come back in the second half. You know what? Let's just go ahead and say it. Blame the birds. I don't mean the Pelicans. I'm talking about the birds that ran into the power grid that shut off power to pretty much most of downtown most of the day yesterday. I'm not even kidding. I, I don't even know if you know this or not. But the arena didn't have power to about, what, two hours, three hours before the game started. Uh, my wife works downtown at the old One Shield Square building, the new Whitney Hancock uh, building, and she they had a generator. If not, everybody else had to go home. Most of those floors were empty because there was no power downtown. Because a bird flew into the power grid again. Oh, by the way, there was a power outage most of downtown, and 
Also, Orleans Parish today because a vehicle, probably somebody had one too many, drove into another power thing. It's not funny. But seriously, birds yesterday taking out all of downtown New Orleans power, including the arena. Could that have had something to deal with it? That is literally a question asked to C.J. McCollum. Did the power outage throw out your pregame? I mean, it probably threw off some guys' routines. You know, we got here early. We couldn't do our walkthrough right away. We had to kind of wait in the dark, get dressed in the dark. And some guys missed their, you know, normal windows. who kind of ran over some of the shooting times and stuff like that. But that's a part of the game. We got in late. We had some trouble traveling. But it's a part of the game. You just got to be ready to play, be professional, come out and hoop. And I don't think we, we did in the beginning. And it cost us a very winnable game. So New Orleans Arena not, I mean, does the Smoothie King Center not have a generator? Like, I, the locker room's gotta be able to have lights in there, huh? If power goes out? Maybe another reason to get a new arena. Um, Mark, what you got for us today on the Sports Hangover, bud? Hey man, I was trying to watch that, that game last night just on, on my phone a little bit. Woo! 30 to 17, I have to admit, I put it away for a little bit. Yeah. But uh, it, is it me? Or did they just kind of sounded tired in the postgame? Yeah. Well, you that, there you go. CJ, that's, that's why I just played that. CJ saying they had trouble yeah. traveling back from their home, uh, from their, you know, the, the loss the night before. Yeah. And then you have no power where you literally are getting dressed in the dark. Now, now again, I noticed, look, Mark, there's going to be fans going, what does that make you do anything do, you know, to make a three or play with effort and energy? To your point, though, you know, if it's dark in there and you're already tired and sleepy, it kind of maybe doesn't wake you up going. I don't know, man. I just kept hearing Antonio Daniels, the graph, JD's like, we need energy in this arena. You could feel it. It's just all the way around. So, Mark, I don't think you're off, man. Look, it, it is part of the challenge. And I've said this before. Just when I travel on a normal non-back-to-back and I don't play basis just as a broadcaster, like I get home and I'm tired, you know, so, um, and I don't charter all the time nearly as much as they do. But even when we do charter, there's a difference. I've talked to this with Alan Fry, who joins us on the show all the time. Flying commercial and flying charters, two completely different worlds. You feel more refreshed. And then when that doesn't go well, yeah, it, it does take a toll on your body, I guess. Oh, absolutely. And you know, um, uh, I just sorry, I lost my train of thought there because it was yep. something else. But okay, that train left. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so, uh, just switching gears to, um, if, you, if you don't mind, uh, uh, back to the Saints and their quarterback country. Yeah. Um, did did Ian Book fall off the face of the earth? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, we keep saying no, they, they he did dra- draft somebody, but I mean, dude, I don't know if. Anybody would have looked good with the with the with the receiver core. No, hundred percent line the way it was. Mark, I, I'm with you. Um, coach Silver's called in, so I'm going to get with him, the Nichols head baseball coach, since it's his segment. But I, hey, I'll man, come back to this. No, I got you. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll come back to this here. I promise, and uh, we'll address it a little bit here. N- not only at the bottom of the hour, Ben Heiser will join us at the two o'clock hour here as well. But I, I'm going to address it. I promise. One forty-five, we'll, we'll bring in. Um, Jordan here as well, and kind of touch on it because you, I'm with you. I mean, I, that game was just that was going to be tough for anybody to win, much less Ian Book. But we'll touch on that and where we go with the quarterbacks. I promise. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. All right, sounds good. All right, go Colonels. Yep, for sure. We had a big night on the mound yesterday, so we'll talk with the head coach of the Colonels next on your home for Pelicans basketball, uh, ESPN New Orleans. 
Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the king at 909-KING. Welcome back. We've missed you. We know it's been tough. Because rebuilding your business isn't for the faint of heart. Your business needs a jump start. And we're here to help. Introducing Surge, symmetrical speed fiber internet for retail business. Revved up data speeds at 30% off, plus three months free. We're glad you're back. And we're here to make your business surge. Etel Business. Offer valid on three-year contract for two or more business services. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. A grade C is just average. A grade B, better. But an A? An A is excellent. And an A is what Thibodeau Regional earned for patient safety from the LeapFrog Group, a leading healthcare quality and safety organization. This A in patient safety is yet another confirmation of Thibodeau Regional's commitment to providing patients with the highest quality, safest care. Citizen. What are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. On Thursdays, we enjoy the company from Mr. Mike Silva. He is the head coach of the Nickel State Colonels baseball program. Sir, thank you for joining us today. How are you? You good, Gus, man. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, I like this. Eight and six overall above 500. I can do the math there and coach. Since we last chatted with you last week, uh, you had a little trip over to Memphis to take on the Tigers there. And you take two or three, you take the series against the Memphis Tigers, winning sat- uh, Friday 14-8, winning Saturday 14-9, dropping the final game on Sunday 9-6. We'll get to last night here in a second, but that's nice, huh? Going on the road and taking on uh, a Memphis team that's pretty decent and, you know, getting the series win. Yeah, it was a huge, it's a huge momentum builder and confidence builder for our players. And anytime you're on the road and getting wins, they're just hard to come by. And they had a really good team. And, you know, their Friday night guy hadn't given up an earned run this year before, you know, last Friday night. And, you know, coming off the Louisiana Tech game, I felt like we had some momentum and some confidence. And it was good to carry that into the weekend. And, uh, hopefully, you know, you know how it is. It's fast to turn the page because, you know, we played last night and then, uh, and then we got, uh, then we got ULM coming in this weekend, so you don't have much time to enjoy it, but uh, definitely momentum builders for our guys and some confidence and just hoping we can continue to grow and get better each week. When you take a look back at that series, who are some of the guys that really stood out to help the Colonels get two or three? Alec Paz uh, was tremendous, you know, offensively. He had two huge home runs for us and really pivotal moments in the game. He had a three-run opposite field home run. I think it was with two strikes and – you know, really gave our guys some momentum, and, and we kind of went from there. And then, uh, you know, Zane Washington, he's had big hit after big hit for us all year. And uh, and then Chase Gearing on the mound. I mean, he was 
he was really, really good. And then the start we got on Saturday after winning on Friday uh, from Tyler Terrio, he was outstanding. It was really tough conditions to pitch. The wind was howling out there, and it's a, it's a really small ballpark. And he, he did a good job navigating their lineup and giving us an opportunity. He just keeps putting consistent performance after consistent performance together. And so I think he's really confident right now. And I think when he's on the mound, our guys feel like they can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, look, obviously, I've asked you how important and how big it was to go do that and get that win here, but just to kind of start picking up some wins here on the road. Obviously, you got a, a solid uh, home field, you know, situation over there. But to be able to show that you can do it away from Thibodeau, how big is that for you? It's huge. We talk to the players a lot. If you just look around college baseball and look okay. at the win-loss records at home and on the road, you know, if you can win on the road, uh, it's huge. You're going to be if you can win on the road, you're going to have a chance to be in. in to win your conference in, in every league and so we talked about that before the weekend and how important it was and you know especially against good competition we played a really tough schedule and uh you know the program hadn't had a ton of success in the last handful of years and so and a lot of these kids are the same kids that have been there so it's just huge for them to get confidence know that they can do it they can achieve success and when they play together and we and it's really fundamental solid baseball we've been throwing strikes uh playing catch parker could was outstanding all weekend at memphis i mean our shortstop and he didn't even start the first two games of the year uh, what he did defensively was a game changer. It's probably the reason that we won on Saturday. Okay. I mean, some of the plays that he made, he just made play after play after play after play after play. And, you know, he's a kid with a lot of ability that his, his career probably didn't get off to the start that he wanted it to, and it, it for sure didn't this year. And just to see his growth and his confidence, the way he's playing the game, and it's carrying over to his offense as well. So, you know, pump for him. And he's a young kid. He's a sophomore. So he's got he's got a lot of years left in our program. And, uh just watching him carry himself and play and the amount of confidence his teammates and respect his teammates have for him for the work that he's been putting in at practice and right. when guys are working like that and then it starts to pay off in the game it's really rewarding as a coach because it feeds off to the rest of the team there, there, there's one of two ways you can go in there coach when when things don't go your way or say you, you envision yourself and, and you know kind of playing a certain way or starting and it not go your way either put your head down and go to work or you can let it affect you and that kind of says a little bit about who he is as a person though right as you're saying not getting the start here and start the season but then being literally as you what you just said a reason that you win a game that's it's pretty uh it's pretty awesome to see man it's why we like sports isn't it yeah it's huge you know for his confidence for his teammates confidence in him and look it wasn't an easy, easy decision to set him down he started as a freshman and uh he wasn't happy about it and he had to fight his emotions i'm sure a little bit but you know what he did he did what you want every, I wanted him to respond and I thought it was really important for him to earn that job when the opportunity came along and he's done that now. And so he's got a little bit of leash now and, and, and but the respect from his teammates, because all he did when, when he wasn't starting is he showed up to the field and he worked. He got there early, stayed late, put a tremendous amount of time in offensively and defensively. And, uh, and he was prepared when he got his opportunity and, and, and he took advantage of it. And so he's our shortstop now and, you know, and, and, and I intend for him to be our shortstop for the future. That's for sure. Speak with Mike Silva. He is the head coach of the Nickel State Colonel baseball team, sir. Last night, uh, you gotta love anytime you can put up 10 and, and then end the game early. You did in seven innings, winning 10 nothing, nine hits to kind of go that way. But I almost feel like I need to start on the mound, don't I? Yeah, 100% you do. That's exactly where it's always where we need to start and end, but last night, 100%. <laughs> Josh Mancuso, why don't you tell listeners what he did? You know, Josh went five innings, struck out 12, uh, gave up one hit. Um, he was outstanding. I mean, he was a strike-throwing machine with multiple pitches, and he's another one of those guys that, uh, he, you know, he, he had probably hadn't had the success that he wanted in his Division One career to this point, and 
you know, Coach Livingston, our pitching coach, has done a tremendous job with him, just really getting him to understand who he is, uh, how to pitch to both sides of the plate, and how important it is to trust his stuff in the strike zone. He was a guy that, you know, a year ago really struggled commanding the ball and uh, created a lot of innings for himself. And to see him go out and do what he did last night, I mean, if that doesn't give him some confidence and carry him through the rest of the season, I'm not sure what's going to. But he was kind of the motor for the team, and he just kept putting up zeros and kept punching guys out, and we kept uh, creating opportunities offensively. So really encouraging, happy for him. All right, Coach, that will set up this weekend series as you take on ULM, the Warhawks. When you take a look at them, Coach, um, they've kind of they faced some similar teams, right? They faced Missouri earlier on in the year, just like you guys did, you and no. Um they lost three against them on the weekend, took on Northwestern State yesterday and won 6-2. to two. When you put on their film, what do you see from this team? Look, they're really good, and their record's not. I think they're like 2-9, and nine. Yep. and uh, they're a really good team. They're really well coached. I know their coaching staff well. I had the opportunity to compete against them uh, when I was at Louisiana Tech. I know those guys personally and professionally. They're tremendous coaches. Their team's really, really good. They won eight. Eight of their last eight series of the year last year, including two out of three on the road at TCU. And, okay. you know, sometimes in this game, you just get into a funk and you're not playing good and you got to fight your way out of it. Northwestern State's really good, really deep on the mound. And so, you know, I told our guys, kind of throw records out. They're going to be a good team and I think they're going to be in contention in the Sunbelt Conference, which is a really good conference. And, and we're going to have our work cut out for us this year. Like I said, they're, they're really, really good and have all those older guys back with the at bats and, and the guys on the mound back that they had from last year and the success they had down the stretch, they finished third on, on their division in the Sun Belt. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just when you do this long enough, sometimes your team gets in a funk. It makes some mistakes, and, and you just kind of get spiraling out of control. And last night looked like they were right back on track. I got an opportunity to watch the game last night, and uh, they looked good. They were throwing strikes. They were playing really good defense, getting timely hits. They guys run some balls out of the yard. And so we're going to be dealing with some elements on the field uh, mm-hmm. this weekend with bad weather. And so – you know, they're a tough, hard-nosed team, and so I'm expecting it to be a battle all weekend. That's what I was about to ask you. I know Matt Reiser, who comes on on Thursdays at 1245 from SLU, said it hadn't, thought of, it hadn't decided on it officially just yet, but they're already kind of thinking doubleheader because of the, the, the wind and the cold that's going to be coming here over the weekend. I mean, my phone's telling me gale warnings. It's going to be like 30, 40 mile hour winds Friday night. So have you thought about maybe doubleheaders this weekend? We have, 100%. Um, we've looked at two things, actually. We've talked about potentially moving the game up to tomorrow afternoon, if we can possibly do that, if there's a window, but the rain and stuff doesn't look great. looks like between 1 and 4, if we're going to try to do it, it would be the best time. And then, uh, you know, potentially playing 2 on Sunday or 1 on Saturday. We haven't really decided. Trying to play weatherman is definitely yeah. not something that any of us have signed up for, but we need to play. It's that time of year. Both teams want to play. Mm-hmm. Um Monroe's not afraid of a little weather, and I know we're not either at Nichols. So we'll find a way to get them in, and hopefully here in the near couple, next couple hours we'll make a decision on what we're going to attempt to do so at least I can stop worrying about it. Yeah, no doubt, Coach. And uh, look, for the folks that get out there, you know, put on, put on a jacket. Why not? I mean, if you guys are going to go out there and play, go out there and support them over there. Uh, at Ray Build a fire. Yeah, <laughs> build a fire. Here you build go. a fire <laughs> if you need to. Yeah, that's right. We start out one and four, you know, and I think we've won – Whatever, we're eight and six right now, so yeah. whatever that is after that, we've lost two and, and one we've been seven and two over our last or six and two over our last eight. And so, you know, for our guys to, to be playing the way they're playing, our community's done a tremendous job of supporting us and we're very grateful for that. Any of the people that will raise the elements this weekend, we definitely mm-hmm. invite them to come out to the ballpark and we'd really appreciate their support. 
Sounds good. Your midweek game next week is at Tulane down here in New Orleans. Uh, we'll look forward again to chat with you again next Thursday. So good luck this weekend. Have fun with the weather. <laughs> and, we'll, and let's see if we can get some more wins. Thank you as always for your time. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, guys. Take care. Yep, for sure. Head coach Mike Silva of the Nickel State Colonel baseball team. Quick break. We come back. Mr. Ben Heisler from Bet Sided will help you make a little jack. Have you, have you downloaded the, um, you know, DraftKings Sportsbook app yet? You, you better. You sure? Especially with all the conference championships going on right now. Use that code LaRose. You will be hooked up. I promise it's something that, um, you'll, you'll be happy to, to go and get. They'll help you out a little bit, especially if you're a new customer. $5 on any team to win their game and $200 in free bets. If they win, you win. It's that simple. Plus, um, much more trustworthy than Jordan, the intern. We haven't even heard from him today. It's not his fault. There's no space just yet. Just yet. We'll hear from him soon, though. But DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Try those same game parlays. My neighbor across the street, Tim, he loves parlays. He loves the the parlays doing that. You combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Code LaRose. Bet five bucks. Get $200 in free bets. Uh, if they win, the team that you choose, okay? So you got conference championships. You got the big tournament coming up next weekend. You know what that is? The first four, then the first round, the second round, and all that. So maybe practice now, kind of get familiar with all of that. And um, we're going to have Ben on every Wednesday to kind of go everything. Hopefully Major League Baseball soon. The NBA, all these games matter, mean something. We'll touch on that here as well. Plus, I'll get his thoughts on all of the football moves that has happened because he is our fantasy football expert. So... Ben Heisler, next on ESPN New Orleans. One foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of the John Deere 1025R compact tractor. Shaw stands for skilled hands and work. And he lives up to the name as he uses his versatile tractor to make the earth take the shape that I wanted to take. And the Allens fire up their John Deere 3032E compact tractor to grow about nine acres of flowers. Because the beauty of having land is deciding how to make it yours. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deer.com. Nothing runs like a deer. Dale's semi-annual sale is the perfect time to power up productivity and gaming victories. Now you can save what Dale employees save on high-performance tech. Save 17% on XPS and select Alienware computers with Intel Core processors. Plus, check out exclusive savings on Dale monitors, headsets, and accessories for greater immersion in all you do. Upgrade today by calling 800 by Dale. That's 800 by Dale, or you can visit dale.com slash semi-annual sale. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. 
I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. Ben Heisler will try to join us next hour as he forgot about a meeting. <laughs> he forgot about a meeting. That's okay. We'll try to get him on next hour uh, coming up here in a little bit. 800-998-1003. So we'll try to see if the intern is available. Uh, he may be on his way to school, though, now that I look at it uh, at the time. Um, 800-998-1003 if you'd like to chime in and see. Your um, your thoughts on the 108-102 loss, Pelicans to the Magic. Brandon Ingram likely not going to play the remainder of the home game here that will be available to the Pels. And I, I don't know. I, 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 you had a ton of confidence, right, with four straight? Has that confidence sort of winged a little bit here? I don't know. Let's, let's see, Jordan, you, you still are wearing the Pelican sweatshirt. That's, that's good to know. You, you, uh, you're, you're showing it to me. So that that's a good thing. Are you... Still confidence in the Pels despite a three-game losing streak. That's what I need to know. I kind of I gotta like what Fletcher said earlier. I'm going to look at the glass half full okay. um, this time. And the reason why I say this is kind of the same reason what he's saying. I mean, if you look at it, the other teams that you're competing against for that, you know, that playing spot, 9 and 10, they all lost. So, I mean... You can't be looking at it like, oh, we're on a three-game losing streak. I think you could be looking at it differently right now if those teams have won their games. Obviously, you would have wished that your New Orleans Pelicans would have grabbed those wins, especially against the Orlando Magic with the worst team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But you didn't. So you got to look at it from that perspective on looking ahead, look on the bright side. Hey, all these other teams lost as well. There's still a chance. Don't give up any hope yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess just take it as a learning experience, get, you know, PO'd by it and take things as they come because, um, your stretch of games isn't as hard as the Los Angeles Lakers. So that should give Pelicans fans hope. Yes, you should have won against the Nuggets. And yes, you should have easily taken care of the Orlando Magic, but you don't have BI and you're going to have to, you know, learn to live with that. And hopefully that gains more experience for CJ McCollum of being that leader. And maybe that leads to bigger things in the future of where he can start taking over when Brandon Ingram isn't on the court. Right. And you saw that last night. So I, I'm taking it as a good thing. Um, not that they lost the past three games, but right. taking it as a good thing that there's still a large chance for the Pelicans to make a play. I want to get into this quarterback chatter here because – me and, and Dowin this morning had, had a pretty interesting chit-chat. And also he proposed something here as well that I never got to with Fletcher, but I'll toss it out there when it comes to a Panther. But when it comes to this Pell's next couple of games here, I'm just I'm going to throw this out at you, right? Because like Tony Snell, 31 minutes, no points. I, you just can't have that. I mean, it, you can't have somebody playing that many minutes and not contribute a, a point. And look, I mean, if you want to say, well, like Herb Jones doesn't score a lot of points, but gets defensive stops and rebounds and stuff, he got a rebound, one. Like, I'm not killing Tony Snell. He's been nice since he's gotten here in his role. I just, I don't see 31 minutes 
with no points and a rebound as his role. I mean, you know, that's probably not good. So I'm asking it on the fly. Look, Valanciunas is 30, McCollum 32. Herb got you double digits with 15. Okay, so somebody else is going to have to give me 8 to 10 if another person gives me 8 to 10, or can I find 15 from somebody? Like Najee and Billy Hernan Gomez with no points, those guys normally score, right? Like Billy. I, I'm sh- Billy's normal double-double now. I know he tends to start and give you that, which maybe that's what you do. I, I don't I don't know. I, I was surprised he only played four minutes. Um Last night, Alvarado got you seven. He is what he is. Devontae Graham, seven. Do you start him over Tony Snell? Even though I, Snell is a bigger eight, player, that's the problem. He has to show up. I mean, I, that's kind of the guy that I was going to say. You'd like to see more from Devontae Graham, especially. I, I need him now, um, right? I mean, I need 15 no, you absolutely a game need him. or more. I, I, if you, if, I mean, he's, he's your point guard. Start, start commanding the floor now that B.I. is not there. You know how we talk about with the Saints, that next man up mentality. Mm-hmm. Well, Devontae Graham, next man up. Hey, let's step up, facilitate, be that, that floor general that you're supposed to be at the point guard position. So I want him to step up right. in the next couple of games. Hey, he gave you seven points. That's not horrible. But, hey, we need more from you if you're going to be on the floor for 29 minutes. Yeah, I mean, no, no doubt. Um, I think the other thing – you know, we'll see tomorrow. We'll, we'll discuss this tomorrow as we get into the game with Charlotte. But yeah, th- those fast starts and getting that energy, I, I didn't know until CJ McCollum said at the end of the game that they even had trouble in their travels coming home. I mean, back to backs are tough, even though it's supposed to be against the team with the worst record in the East. And, you know, again, y- you still have to show effort. You, you still got to go out there and play to your level. If not, you're going to get beat in this league, man. And you know what? Credit Orlando. That's 16 wins. You know what I mean? <laughs> They went out there, and Terrence Ross thought he was playing for the All-NBA team. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. All right, let me ask you about the quarterback thing. So we know Rodgers is staying at, at Green Bay. We know Russell Wilson got traded to the Broncos. Carson Wentz got traded to Washington. So Indy needs a QB that they feel is better than Carson Wentz. Many believe they're going with Jimmy G. There's been a report or two that links Jimmy G and the Saints in trade talks. The Bucks need a quarterback. The Steelers need a quarterback. I don't think the Panthers are happy with their quarterback when they go. So let us play either or. Let's play either or. You want to play a game of either or? You want to do that with me? Uh, is this a movie? Am I, am I in a horror movie right now? I, I don't like know. All right. So because I saw this, and, and it's like taking a ton of traction here. So let's start. Jimmy G. Either Jimmy G or Jameis Winston. Who would you go with? Jameis Winston. Either Teddy Two Gloves or Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. Sorry, we already we had the Teddy experience. Already. Either, to go either back. Teddy Two Gloves or Taysom Hill. If you can't get Jimmy G or oh my gosh, Jameis Winston. I, I'm honestly, and no disrespect to either one of these players. I if that's the case, you're looking. I you draft Kenny Pickett. You're drafting, you're drafting a quarterback. You're so, drafting your okay, quarterback. Okay, because that's why I was I'm asking sorry. you here. Look, I, we're, we're kind of assuming, we're going with the assumption here that Jameis Winston's going to be available. I keep saying he's a free agent. You know? I mean, that, again, I, I go back to, you know, general manager Mickey Loomis. And, and I go back to, to Loomis about the quarterback 
position. This was last week from the draft. All right, this is what he said. We're approaching it, you know, with this sense of urgency. That's for sure. Um, but look, we, you know, hopefully we can we can get something done with, um, you know, with one of the guys that's available, and and Jameis is certainly uh, an option for us, and and hopefully we're an option for him as well. So, um, yeah, we'll just you know we'll go through the process here and see what happens. So you heard Mickey Loomis there, Jordan, say he's an option for us, and hopefully we're an option for him. Uh, and, and I said it at the time when when he said it, you're not going to bring up his name if you're if you're not even thinking about going in that direction. You're not bringing up his name if you don't really think that that's somebody that you can sort of work out a deal with. I brought up before you're seeing him work out wearing Saints gear. I brought up before you see him in the quarter. You get what I'm getting at? Like if you sort of feel like maybe that's not your home or where you need to be, you get what I'm getting at? Like maybe it's elsewhere. I don't know, but. You never know. All it takes is that one team, you know, Pittsburgh, Tampa. Hey, come on back, buddy. Hey, and a lot of this. Yes, and a lot of this. That's what I'm saying. Like, what if a team offers him a three-year deal? What if somebody says, I'll give you 20, and the Saints come in with 12? You know, disrespect. You always always wait for that on Monday. I'm just – I have to plan, I guess, is what I'm getting at, right? And I'm sure they do. I mean, that's something that Airline Drive has done. They plan. They have five or six sheets written already on the same scenario. So I'm just saying, I, let's just say plan A is Jameis or it's Jimmy G. And again, my only thing with that is do you want to trade all of those assets that you have when I have a good team? Because I was asked this yesterday on a show about, oh, the NFC South is terrible. They are so bad. Are you confident in the Saints? I'm like, that's what makes me even more confident. I double down on that show. I double down because you remember weeks ago I said, your 2022 NFC champion, the New Orleans Saints, right? NFC South NFC champions? South. Yeah. yeah, NFC South champions. I mean, I double down. I'm like, do you see the mess that's going on over there? Their top receiver in Atlanta, you know, he's Gone for a year. I mean, Carolina. I it was Keyson Johnson. Yeah. I have the sound. Oh, you have it? Matt Ryan. What? Where? Hey, Matt Where? Ryan should go to Indianapolis. Go with, go, go to the Colts. There he is. All right. So, uh, this is Keyshawn from this morning, huh? All right. Let's see. Here it is. There's a couple quarterbacks I would try to wrestle away. Jimmy Garoppolo will be one, but my number one guy in all of it will be Matt Ryan. There he is. He'd be the number one guy. I would kick Atlanta's door in until the Atlanta Falcons say no. Okay, if I could tell them, hey, I'm going to give you my 2024 first-round pick and I'm going to give you two twos, that's what Matt Ryan would be worth to me. On top of what Jay said, $70 million. So I can absorb his contract, Amari Cooper's contract, Landry's contract. I can absorb all of that with that particular money. Matt Ryan is the number one target for me if I'm Chris Ballard. They will trade Matt Ryan NFC to the AFC. They don't have any issues with that. He can't come back to Hunnam unless it's a unless it's potentially the Super Bowl. If I am the Indianapolis Colts, I'm going to get Matt Ryan for It is, AK and then Dirty Bird. Let me tell you something. If that actually is something that the Indianapolis Colts would do, the Atlanta Falcons would be buffoons. Do not take that. 
That dude costs 40 to their cap. 40. 40 mil. There is no chance. I don't care who they're drafting. I don't care if it's the number one receiver. I don't care if it's the, the Hutchinson, the defensive. It, it, there is no one in the draft that they can draft at their spot that will put them in the playoffs next year, much less the Super Bowl. Did you say Matt Ryan yeah. is the fourth best quarterback okay. in the NFC right now? But, but here, okay, well, let, well, here's what I'm getting at though. Matt Ryan can be what Indi- well, I think what he's saying is Matt Ryan can be what Indianapolis needs. Does that make sense? Like Indianapolis needs somebody can just make a play or, or make the right reads, not kill you in games and stuff like that. And do that. Matt can do that. New alarm if he's protected again a couple seasons ago when he got protected, man, they went to the Super Bowl. You know, he just didn't have no line. When they have no line, he's not mobile, he's not, you know, a, a guy that that does things for that nature. But they, they have a pretty good team. That that would make sense. I'm just telling you. Oh, my goodness. One first round pick, two second rounds, and I absorb that cap money. Oh, I mean, that's... Take that, the deal now. See ya. And then, then, then draft a quarterback. They could draft a young quarterback, you know. They could do something of that nature. Because right now, what do you have in Atlanta? What do you, you don't even have a, a, a fan base that even supports you. I mean, <laughs> right now, I mean, I would do that in a heartbeat. Actually, the Falcons should be calling the Indianapolis Colts to try to do that. I mean, seriously. And then again, if that happens, your NFC South division champion, the oh, New what? Orleans Saints. That, that's not even, I mean, I'm telling you. I mean, we'll see what happens. Also, Chris from McCaffrey, I know you didn't get to that. but I, I want to get to that Chris next. Let, let, let's get to that next. Jack's on the phone. I want to talk to him. Stay with him. When do, you, when do you go to school? Are you leaving right now? I have to leave at 2 o'clock. Uh, 2 o'clock. All right. Just give me three minutes. I want to get your take on that. Uh, don't go anywhere. Yeah. It's the Sports Hangover next on ESPN New Orleans. And I'm on fire today. Ain't no one here to call me. You can put me on. The new year is here at Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade in. Or check the inventory online Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. It's crawfish season and Louisiana crawfish are ready for boiling. Rouse's Markets has special seafood boiling rooms in stores. Yep, these guys are professional boilers. Rouse's Market starts with the prettiest Louisiana crawfish, of course. But the key is the Rouse's Down the Bayou Seafood Mix. It's seasoned with just the right amount of lemon and onion and garlic and heat. Get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot. 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. That's 11 to 7 at Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. Anyone who has ever needed self-storage knows what a hassle it can be. You have to rent or borrow a truck and then find someone to help you move your stuff. And let's face it, moving furniture and heavy items without damaging them isn't easy. Renting the unit is worse. The hidden 
fees and admin costs are scarier than the dingy facilities you're leaving your stuff in. Why not use Closet Box instead? Closet Box is self-storage without leaving home. They'll pick up your belongings, store them securely, and bring any item back when you need it. The best part? Unlike traditional self-storage, you only pay for what you store. No paying for unused storage space. Closet Box's background check storage movers are licensed, bonded, and insured and will take care of all of the heavy lifting. Closet Box's local storage centers are temperature-controlled and monitored 24-7. Closet Box has an A-plus rating from the BBB. Call 877-233-5696 now for the season's best rates. Get $50 off first month storage using code RADIO50. That's 877-233-5696. 877-233-5696. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Welcome back, Gus Kattengill. Jack, give me 30 seconds. General D, this morning when we were at the gym, Jordan, he said, let me ask you this. What would you do? Because one of the things I asked him, I said, how much impact next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in the draft, does the potential of not having Alvin Kamara, I'm going to go at least four to six, huh? Four to six. You never know what's going to happen. But the likely potential of two, four, six games that you may not have them, right? And does that impact how you draft? Does that impact who you contact in free agency? That That's a lot of yards. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of attention. That is a massive piece to your offense, whoever your quarterback is. He's like, I'd call Carolina to try to get Christian McCaffrey. There were reports last week that they're, they're mulling the possibility of trading him. He's been often injured. He's expensive. His cap is 17-17, and I think it bumps up in his final year in three more, in two years, because he has three years left, but the cap hit this year 17 million. That, that's heavy. But imagine a backfield of those two. McCaffrey could be your primary running back if you're without Alvin for four to six games. And then when they come back, my goodness gracious, right? I mean, think about that. It, it, it's tantalizing. The cap number, though, is the issue, Jordan. Before I get to Jack, would you mull the possibility of McCaffrey because they're only asking for a second reportedly. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely thinking about it, but at the same time to what we were just talking about, uh Jameis isn't gonna be your quarterback if you do that. I don't think you can afford so I think you're gonna either have to to your point, keep Taysom Hill at the quarterback position mm-hmm. or like I said, you're gonna have to go out and draft a guy and have him bear him. Hey, I mean, it is Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey that you're, you're giving the ball to. And if Michael, Thomas Michael Thomas, Thomas, that's what I'm saying. I mean, for, I mean, for that just, second round just pick, throw in their direction, and they'll and they'll they'll make a play. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey, I just toss it, bubble screen, you name it. I put them both on flares. Pick a running back. I mean, Jack, what do you think? Let's start with there, Jack, and then I'll get to why you call. But would you mold the possibility of Christian McCaffrey? Would you make a call? Absolutely not. I, I think it's a mistake to to pay uh, running backs in the double digits, you know, uh, over $10 million a year. I don't think they should have done it with Kamara as good as he is. I, I mean, you see you see teams get to the Super Bowl all the time with, with much less at running back than that. Okay, fair enough. So, what are, what no, else did you want to say, man? Yeah. Well, first thing, thing uh, I know you had to think this was funny. Um, he, uh, when they're interviewing the kid uh, that uh, the Rockets drafted, and, it, you know, he had a big game last night, and they asked him, what was y'all's strategy? 
We were just looking for Carmelo. <laughs> just looking for Carmelo Anthony, man. Dude, did you see the end of that game, or at least the highlights? Le- LeBron had a shot at the rim, and he passed it. Right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't like that at all. So I don't like it for him. I don't like it. I don't like it when teams just do it in general. You know, if you can make a layup, I, I don't understand why you pass out for a thirty-footer. I don't get that. But um, no, no, it, it, it's 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 bad. I, I I hear what you're saying. Um, Gus, about uh, the fact that they may let Marcus Williams go, do you think that last year's draft should have looked a little different if that was the case? Because I, I give you an example. There, there was a there was a uh, a safety that that was highly rated out of PCU last year that's playing for the Raiders. I can't remember the kid's name. They could have drafted him. And so now they're talking about you know maybe bringing in um you know a veteran Tyron uh, Matthew right mm-hmm. Tyron Matthew see I think you should try to hang on to young talent but I guess if they if they don't think he's worth that I guess they got to let him go but it, well, it, it, they could have franchise you know I mean? tagged him again they right they could have franchise tagged him again yeah. and it would have been about twelve so as Scott right. was saying when we had him on in hour number one if the Saints don't feel like going that route already at twelve mil, I then, I mean, the man took to Instagram and you know he thinks he's gonna. I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, from people what I've talked to, they, he he thinks he's he's gonna get top three, top two, if not top safety money, and it you know if the Saints didn't tag him for twelve for one year, would they be willing to? Sign him to a larger one. I know. I don't know. I guess it all depends. How much does he want? And again, I, that's why I go to the quarterback. If they do trade for Jimmy G, hey, that's draft compensation, that's picks, then that's money. I mean, he's going to want more years on his contract. If you're going to do that, you're probably signing him for another three to four, five years. It, Winston, even if it's one to two years, I'm just I'm having a hard time thinking that if I'm Jameis, now I don't know. I don't know what what gets offered to me, but I, I think realistically, with so many teams wanting a quarterback right now. I mean, is he get fifteen to twenty? You know, what do you think, Jack? Yeah. Well, I think Jimmy G makes more sense for Indianapolis because I think that team is ready to win. I think they got, you know, I just I think they got more pieces in. You know, they got a great, great young running back, offensive line, a good defense. I think that makes more sense for them. I don't think the Saints should give up any uh, compensation to anybody to, to acquire a quarterback. You know. I, you know, now that Rodgers and, and Wilson are gone, I don't know who you would trade for that you would feel that way about. But, guys, I had one last question for you. What do y'all think about what Washington did yesterday with Wentz? Um, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> George says good luck. Well, uh, to your point, I don't think Indianapolis is, is looking to win. I mean, they're in the AFC. Have you seen the quarterbacks? I mean, God bless you if you go to the Colts right now. And you're going to have to face that gauntlet in the playoffs. But, I mean, going back to your other statement, yeah, I mean, the Washington, the commanders are going to commander. I don't think it made them that much better. Well, well, I mean, again, you didn't have anybody on there. Um, it's going to make great for, you know, TV. You, you can already probably see one of those primetime games, at least a Thursday night game for sure will be, you know, Redskins at Philadelphia, right? When it comes to that, Jack. I again, what, what's what's surprising? I keep calling it the ex-girlfriend thing here. You know, um, you dated, eh, maybe it didn't go the way you wanted. Looking to move on, grass being greener somewhere else, and you know that 
another team though looking at your ex-girlfriend thinking that's the girl I want. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it really honestly is. Again, Jimmy G was in the playoffs this year, won some games. He's there. San Francisco's like, good. Yeah, we, we, it, it's, it's run its course. You know, I mean, Indianapolis, it's run its course. I mean, there's a ton of people nationally and in Philly, Jordan, you see this all the time. They're thinking, well, eh, I guess we'll stick with Jalen Hurts. They don't want him around. I mean, I, I don't, nobody wants anybody. Started one season. <laughs> exactly. But guys, here's the thing. I don't, see, I don't, I don't like Wentz. I think, like I just said, I think he was in a good situation in the, in Indianapolis with his old coach. And he should have been able to make that work because they're in a bad division. I mean, you get to play Jacksonville and Houston twice a year. But 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 here's the thing for for Washington, um, you um, you train with a team who's openly saying they don't want him. The coach and the general manager are out there saying you know they have no confidence in him at all. You give up two two uh, number threes and you swap second round picks on a guy that they might have released in another month. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That's a good point. So you're saying that you probably would have waited for him to be released? I, exactly. That's a good point, Jack, because Jordan, as Jack is saying, too, how many people were in that market for Carson Wentz? But there, there's people in the market for quarterbacks. Yeah. So you, don't want to be, you don't want to be the last yeah. one. And, and that's what I think. That, that's why and, I keep saying, guys, that's why I keep saying I think Monday – I got to figure out what when 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 does legal tampering begin? I think it's at like eleven a.m. or something. But when when that legal tampering begins, I, I I'm just going to be shocked if the show ends Monday and we haven't heard anything about Jameis Winston. Like I would be shocked, y'all. I feel like we yeah, did something no, like no, this I, week. I, I think one way or another. So, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No one way. One way or another, something's going to happen. I, I agree with you. But the thing about Wentz I'm thinking about is, is this. Say you had a friend who was selling a car, and, and the whole time you knew him, he was complaining about the car. Would you be waiting to buy it? <laughs> I, I guess you're right. Uh, legal tampering, by the way, <laughs> as Jack uh, makes a great point, is Monday, March 14th, 12 p.m., Eastern. So, Jordan Kleber, when we start the show on Monday, this Monday, at high noon, we will be one hour in. Schefter's thumbs may be falling off. Ian Rappaport's fingers could be bleeding. They will be tweeting galore in that first hour. I'm just, I would be shocked if 3 p.m. hits and I, I sign off the show and go, well, we'll find out tomorrow <laughs> if Jameis Winston is this uh, right, Jack. I mean, I just I would be shocked because here's the other thing too. If that is your guy, go get your guy, right? If that is your guy, go get it. You make it happen. How many other teams would like to have them be that guy? Um, and who else is really left out there? I, I don't really know where else you would go. Does that make sense? I just don't know where else you would go. Mitchell Trubisky. Stop it. No, that's all the time we have for Jordan. <laughs> thank you, Jack. It. Stop, it. Stop it. All right, Stop. thank you. Thank Y'all you, have a Jack. good day. Thank you. You know what, Jordan? I, I will say this. You never started my segment off with that when you played the game. If Monday morning or if Tuesday morning or at some point Mitch Trubisky is the quarterback, then I, I will give you I'll give you a large snowball. There he goes, Jordan Kleber. Have fun at school. Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Set yourself up for success 
when planning your next event, whether it's 